Welcome to 353rd. I'm your host, Scott Barstow. And I'm Anders Bramlitz. Anders, it's been, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we got together, and in those intervening weeks, I have pulled the plug on my iPhone. No. No. Your precious yes. iPhone. So, uh, so it's worth noting that uh, I've had an iPhone. I didn't have the original iPhone 3. Yeah. Or the, uh, the original iPhone, but I moved to iPhone, I think, the second generation. Right. And uh, and I've had one ever since, and I've had my entire family on them. Pretty much every, like every every model, every you'd have the new model every year? No, I, went, I usually was an every other model yeah, guy. Yeah, right. Uh, just so because the, the speed, yeah, and contract and just the cost of the device, and it didn't make sense to me. The you know Obviously, they got a lot better. Uh, with each one, but it's for whatever reason I chose to do kind of every other one, but never carried anything other than an iPhone. So I went from a BlackBerry uh, back in the day to iPhone. Never had anything but that. Yeah. But uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've completed my transition to Republic Wireless, which, in the interest of full disclosure, is a product of Bandwidth, the company that I your, work. Your employer. That's correct. Yeah. So it's been an interesting transition. Away from the iPhone, I think here's the my initial observations. Right, first of all, the device I have, uh, Republic has two devices. One is the Moto X, and then they just released, not in March or something like that. The uh, I guess it was April, the Moto G. Right. And so here's the first thing that I noticed was one of the things when you carry at least the iPhone five series phones is that the way the device feels in your hand Mm -hmm. is quite. Uh, both unique and pleasant. Uh, you've got this kind of metal feel. It's got I'm a weight a, I'm, to it. Yeah, and I'm a, you know, I'm a. Uh, uh, I don't put covers on my phones. I've almost uh, always. Okay. So right. I like the just the native. You experience. like the materials yeah. and the the okay got and it. the weight of the phone. Yeah, so and, that's why your phones are always cracked. Yes, I'll just say. Yes, it is. That's a, <laughs> yes. uh, that you have kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. But the uh, so I don't have a cover on it. And and so because I really liked there's two reasons why I didn't put a cover on it. One, I like just the way it feels, and then the second is it comes in and out of your pocket really easily. Yeah, when it's just the sure. metal, right? Uh-huh. And I think the the thing I noticed right offhand is that these these other devices, maybe with the exception of Samsung's device, the uh, what do you call it? The uh, the, the S4 and all. Yeah, the S4. Right. That has a really nice feel to it as well. <laughs> But the, the Motorola devices just feel like uh, they don't have that same – there's something to it. I can't – I couldn't tell you what it is, but it doesn't have that same feel. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and so you've got a kind of a total experience thing happening where the – just the – I don't know. There's something about the experience that's just a bit off. And that's not a Republic thing. That's just kind of an Android device thing generally. So is I mean, it – it's off from what the iPhone – has or does the iPhone have something that you intrinsically want that isn't there? You know, it's a tough question because <laughs> yeah, that is a tough question. I think the it's hard to say because I'm so conditioned to the iPhone and how the buttons work and what you you know, it's little things like, for instance, uh, when you um, 
just turning the phone on and off. Yeah. You know, the buttons on the side now. Instead of the top, sure. Instead yeah. of the top. And mm-hmm. the button for, you know, powering off the screen or putting the screen to sleep. And then the volume buttons are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Ah. And so when, you, when you're, you know, with the iPhone, obviously, the, on, the, the sleep button's on top. Yeah. And so, you know, you, when you stuck it in your pocket, you just kind of push that button on top and you didn't really worry about the volume buttons or anything like that. Right. You might have missed and hit the volume button. Got right. it. Right. So, yeah. it's, so a, it's just yeah. little things like that yeah. where uh-huh. you uh, and the, I think the here's the thing. There's probably two or three things that are material about the experience. The camera is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camera on the iPhone, you don't realize how good yeah. the camera on the iPhone is until you use a camera on another phone. Yeah. And it's just remarkably not as good. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, I, and it's, I mean, it's okay if you're taking, you know, a selfie or whatever, you know, you're jacking around and shooting Instagram shots. But I don't know if you saw the video uh, for, the, uh, for the Bentley commercial where no. they shot the whole thing with an iPhone 5. I heard about yes. that. I didn't see it. No. Oh, my gosh. Really? But you think about, yeah, you have to, we'll put the link on. Yeah. Uh, on the show notes, but this video is just amazingly good. And they shot the whole thing with iPhone and then edited it on iPads. Nice. And, uh, but anyway, uh, going back to, so the camera is a, is a, actually a big negative. You, yeah. you don't have any of the, just the really fine grain controls that you get with the iPhone. Not nearly as good of experience. You don't have the panorama shot. Uh, mm-hmm. So just things like that that you get used to. Um, using an iPhone, not there, not there. Right, but you can, you can. I mean, you can download an app that does panorama sure. and sure. etc. And yeah, and and also the the uh, the access to the camera was something I thought uh, Android did better. There was you could get to the camera faster with Android than you can with the iPhone, but that's changed. I think yep. they pushed the iPhone along. Yeah, that's that right. Respect. But anyway, yeah, because keep going. now you can because with the iPhone now you can get to the camera from the sleep screen. Right. Um and you know, you get right to it and yeah, so it's if you're talking about it, I guess my perspective is a pure native experience. Yeah. Uh, that's what Got I'm comparing yeah. native to native because right. you're right, there are apps where you can do some of the things that I'm talking about. I think the on the plus side, however, I really do like the size of the screen of the Moto X. Yeah. Particularly edge, edge for yeah, just particularly for reading. So uh-huh. when you're when you're doing, I think the Twitter app is better on Android, and just the size of the screen when you're you know scrolling news or reading the Wall Street Journal, like you can actually read on that device. Yeah, that's been a that's so I really switched to I do almost all of my news consumption on there instead of on I used to do it all just on my on my MacBook Pro. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about the the size of the fonts you can get, and so it's a decent. It's actually a decent screen. I like the screen size. Um, one of the one of the gotchas that I ran into yesterday that you were, I think, I ranted to you about, uh, is that on Republic I cannot get uh, short code SMS messages. Yeah, and so I managed to after I ported my number to Republic, I managed to lock myself out of my Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got two-factor authentication turned on on my uh, Twitter account, and they send the SMS verification code via short code. They they send it from a short from code a short to code. Your, right, and that okay, and so, so I cannot receive short code messages. Yeah. But okay, so so two-factor, 
there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Sending an SMS would be, in my opinion, the bottom of the barrel, the very, uh, the very, uh, you know, most widely, uh, accepted version. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you can use, uh, apps to get a two factor authentication. Um, you, you can, but to... until I can get back into my Twitter, yeah, right you're, you're kind of up the creek. Yeah. I'm sort of stuck. Got it. I think the, uh, what are some other, some other things that I've noticed are, uh, probably the thing I miss the most is the mailbox app for iPhone. Uh, so probably really? a year or so ago, I moved to mailbox, which is my favorite, probably my favorite app of all time on the iPhone. That is saying something. And it, and the reason is, is that it completely changed the way I processed email. They forced me into a better pattern. Really? Yeah, and so there's apps that have tried to do that in Android, and they just don't. They fall flat. Yeah, yeah. they get you know sixty percent of the way there. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's been. I would say it's been. You know, if you think about the cost of it, it's it's a obviously it's a uh, the Republic experience it's is way a, cheaper. Way cheaper. Yeah, I pay twenty five dollars a month, or the service costs twenty five dollars a month for. What I've got, granted, that's only 3G, but I'm in Wi-Fi almost all the all time. All the time, yeah, right. So yeah, it really that is matter. the big benefit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so while uh, two things, while we're first of all, while we're on the subject of an app, um, do you know about Circa? You ever yes, seen this? Big Circa fan. is fantastic, and yeah. there's it works just as well, in my humble opinion, on Android as it does on the iPhone. Uh, really great news app if you don't know about it. Very interesting. The other question I have for you is do you use the Google, you know, listen to what's being said at all times, even when the phone is in my pocket and respond? So you can say, okay, Google now, what time? Yeah. Is so it? that's a, that's a great question because that's one of the big selling points, yeah. right? Of, of this device and other devices that support this kind of ambient. Yeah. experience where you can just say, okay, Google now, and it, the phone wakes up and you can give it a command. And uh, of course, what has to happen to your point is that the phone has to be listening all of the time. Yeah. And so that if you think creepy. about the privacy concerns yeah. around that, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty valid thing. But so I, I would say I have it turned on because I want to test the experience. Yeah. Um, in my, in my experience, it, I would grade that as okay. Okay. I think really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think I think um, I think Siri gets you a long way down the same road. Granted, mm-hmm. you don't have you know you've got to push the button on your on your headphones, or you've got to you know you've got to wake the phone up. You got to mash the right. You gotta, exactly. Yeah, you got to mash the button or whatever. But um, if once you've kind of gotten past the hey, I can talk to my phone without pushing a button. Yeah. The experience beyond that point, I think, is better. I would I would think it's better on the iPhone. Yeah, so um, I did a voice recognition app um, that does this same kind of thing, where it sits there listening at all times, and only when it hears the keyword does it wake up. And technically, the way that this is done, and this is maybe not something that that um, you know that y- you you might know because when you watch Google Now work, you say, okay, Google Now, you know, what's the weather like tomorrow? Or whatever your question is, uh, you see as soon as you st- as soon as you say "Okay, Google," now the screen lights up. Because I use this all the time. I, yeah. I loved it. Um, and the screen lights up, and you see the time or whatever, and you can see that it's listening, little you know, glowing red orb yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then 
it is so it certainly recognized the fact that I said, okay, Google now, and then everything, you know, like what's the weather like tomorrow here? It gets, gets recognized and you see that there is some latency to it, some delay because it clearly goes to the cloud and, and, you know, does whatever. So therefore the recognizer that's running at all times is totally local and only optimized for one thing. That is okay. Google now and how right. you say. Okay, Google now, because you're going to go through obviously That's these right. training yep. steps. So yep. you're just training a local recognizer for an extremely tiny corpus, <laughs> one phrase, and then if things are cool, then it starts hitting the cloud and and you know technically what it does does histograms of of the sound that it got or the question and then it's shooting that up you know so it's not actually uploading the the wave file or something. Um, and then, uh, the, 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 you know, recognizers are run in the cloud and those get better and better over time. And then you get your, your results. I found it quite good, uh, quite useful when I'm sitting in the car and I don't know where my phone is and I want to, you know, just have it read the, that last text to me or, or whatever it was. Yeah. That, that kind of stuff. I agree with you there that <clears throat> that stuff is, you know, read my mail read my yeah. last text like that stuff's really good yeah, I, but I think where where it's fallen down for me is um i don't know maybe i just haven't had the same the yeah, s- I, I don't I use it a lot so uh, yeah. because usually my phone's sitting right next to me and i'm just used to maybe it's a condition thing where i'm just used to picking up the device and typing yeah. instead of talking to it so maybe yeah. that's just habitual yeah um and that and that changes over time i think the other the thing that probably I would say is the least impressive about Android in general is the type ahead stuff in Android is not nearly, yeah. it's not even close. It's yeah. not even in the same universe yeah. as what you get with iPhone. The correction that yeah. you get with Apple and, the, and the, how they're able to figure out the, what you're trying to say in the context of the sentence you're trying to say it. Yeah. Uh, Android, yeah, Android gets... They they don't correct probably fifty percent of my spelling problems, really? uh, and then the con- the contextual awareness is just not there. Like the yes, that's they don't true. understand yeah. that I'm trying to you know where is where is the dog uh, or whatever the sentence is. They're, yeah. they're just they'll correct it to where's the fog, yeah. you know, or whatever it is. Like they just don't they don't try they don't pay attention at all to what's being what's in the rest of the text. Yeah. And the the correction, that's the thing that I've probably had the most frustration with. That's is, surprising, you know, you would think. Uh, the right, one this that, is what they do. This is right. 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 So it's, a, it's like a big data problem down to the, the word they've done, that they've solved. Yeah. But there is another big data problem or, a, you know, maybe, a, a, you know, an AI problem. What is the meaning of the sentence? And what are the yeah. common words I would be using? Yeah, um, Apple's is uncannily good. Yeah, that, I, I totally agree with that. That's definitely true. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, I, I'm still early. I'm, you know, I'm really about a month on. Here's the cool thing about Republic uh, as a service is that last week I was in Paris. Yeah. And uh, when I was in Wi-Fi in Paris, I had U.S. phone service. And no, and you didn't pay for it. <laughs> and I didn't pay for it. So my phone, you know, I could make local U.S. phone calls. Yeah. Like uh, you know, sitting, sitting in my apartment. Yeah. And nobody, you know, I called my parents from Paris and said, yeah, we, you know, we got here okay. And, you know, whatever, uh, called the people that were taking care of our kids. Yeah. And it was, I was able to make local phone calls, local SMS. Uh, and it was like I was sitting in the U.S. And that was really, actually really cool to just 
do that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I did that from China too. Uh, it, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. No so, question about anyway, it. Anyway. Yeah. It's, so uh, it's one, off we go. Well, yeah. So, so, so one thing I, um, you know, uh, kids always, you know, they're, they're sort of the leading what's going on and, um, what happened back in the day, uh, I don't know if you remember, what was it, T9 or whatever the, you know, texting, uh, used to be on a numeric keyboard, how you could write yeah, words. Yep. In, anyway, so kids who had been used to mashing buttons on Nintendo DSs, um, moved to, you know, they had their little candy bar phone or whatever it was with a, with a number only keyboard and they using T9 could type out, you know, messages and suddenly SMS was like a thing. And then, uh, you know, the kids could blaze through it really fast and whatever. And now those kids, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, twenties and early thirties or whatever it is. And, uh, now they're the establishment. And I, I think the, the new kids are going to be the ones that will be able to turn around and make, you know, a different interface, like a voice interface, be the primary interface. I think, I think you're you, absolutely me, right. We're all conditioned to go to a keyboard or, or, you know, not really give it a full fair shake. And, and, yeah. you know, we're talking about it's not good enough. Yeah, I agree. Is Siri is not good enough. The, the Google service is not good enough. It, it needs to go a long ways, but. I had to force myself to use the to use Siri initially to use uh, the Google service initially. Um, maybe you know, maybe somebody growing up in that as a climb with that as a given, where Siri is on every device in the house, the iPad, you know, all this, and maybe those are the kind, or, or if there are games that are controlled with your voice or some other feeder. Um, maybe it would change uh, uh, consumption. I'm really interested to see how, like, you know, 14-year-olds or whatever, fig, you know, what they think about this. Do they yeah, just not know right. it exists? I don't know. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. And I think you got, uh, you know, companies like Amazon who are going to be putting ambient devices around the home. Yeah, exactly. And so you're just going to be able to walk through your house and say, oh, I need milk. Yeah. Or, you know, and so I think you're right. People who – the generation that grows up with that and is willing to, as we did, yeah. deal with the shortcomings uh, as a as a good trade-off for what you get on the on the upside. Yeah. Um, as I think those are the people who sort of flip flip it and make it go away from a primarily, you know, fingers on a keyboard to I yep. just talk to I just talk to stuff. Yeah, and and yeah. you know, I they're they're the ones kind of um, you know that don't have the problem with the creepiness of yep. my phone sitting in my pocket listening to me all the time. Now I know as a technologist that all it's doing is is, you know, uh, internal inside the phone in a very low power manner just running this algorithm that's boiled down to the simplest of simple. So it's not being streamed to the the web or you know anything. But, you know, I I still think it's creepy and yeah. it's and a kid you know, that has ton, tons of these things around the house or whatever. It's just not creepy. That's the way you talk to the computer or that you That's get right. what you need or whatever. Um, so I think you're absolutely right. Um, I'm looking forward to the point where we have these effectively, you know, interface units all over the place. And, you know, anywhere you are in your house, you can just add an item to the, the shopping list or, or the to-do list or whatever, what have you. Yeah, um, I, I think, think that's right. really interesting. Yeah. yeah, speaking of speaking of kids, uh last point on this topic is uh it was interesting. I put my daughter on Republic when I transitioned. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I went from, you know, she had an iPhone. She's had an iPhone ever since she's had a phone. Yeah. And they were always my hand-me-downs. But I moved her to Republic, bought her a Moto G, which is 150 bucks. That's the one that doesn't do the live voice thing. That's right. But yeah. that's ba- it's basically identical, except yeah, for that. It's almost the same as the Moto X. It just doesn't have some of the more advanced stuff. Yeah. And the so I put her on it, $10 a month for her plan, for <laughs> all-you-can-eat uh, text and voice, and then Wi-Fi only for data. Yeah. And I thought... Uh, to your point about adaptability, I thought oh, I'm going to have this huge uphill battle with getting her off the iPhone. She's going to have this religious attachment like I do. Yeah. And it turned out that I, gave, I, I let her use my phone for like a week before I had transitioned to it. I said, just try this out. Let me, let me know what you think. Yeah. And she, within a day, was like, I want one. Really? Yeah. She's no she brand loyalty. No. Yeah. She just <laughs> moved. She's like, this is way better than, you know, granted, she had, the, I think she had a, a 3G iPhone or 3G or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So she wasn't on a current one, but she was like, yeah, I'll move to this. No problem. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. interesting. So she didn't have yeah. the kind of religious devotion that I did. We're biased old fogies, I'm telling you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So anyway, more more to come on on this whole thing. But the it's it's been uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting transition to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And that's about all the time we have. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening.